0: Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather and we've got today's scripture reading for you guys today. And uh, we are going to be reading in Exodus, beginning in chapter 7, verse 14. And it's the plague of blood. And this, of course, happened around 1446 or 1280 B.C. So, Let's go ahead and get into today's reading. So, then the Lord said to Moses, Pharaoh's heart is stubborn, and he still refuses to let the people go. So, go to Pharaoh in the morning as he goes down to the river, stand at the bank of the Nile and meet him there. Be sure to take along the staff that turned into a snake. Then announce to him, the Lord of the God of the Hebrews has sent me to you, or sent me to tell you, let my people go so they can worship me in the wilderness. Until now, you have refused to listen to him. So this is what the Lord says. I will show you that I am the Lord. Look, I will strike the water of the Nile with this staff in my hand, and the river will turn to blood. The fish in it will die, and the river will stink. The Egyptians will not be able to drink any water from the Nile. Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron Take your staff and raise your hand over the waters of Egypt. All his rivers, canals, ponds, and all the reservoirs turn all the water to blood. Everywhere in Egypt the water will turn to blood, even the water stored in wooden bowls and stone pots. So Moses and Aaron did just as the Lord commanded them. As Pharaoh and all of his officials watched, Aaron raised his staff and struck the water of the Nile. Suddenly, The whole river turned to blood. The fish in the river died. And the water became so foul that the Egyptians couldn't drink it. There was blood everywhere throughout the land of Egypt. But again, the magicians of Egypt used their magic and they too turned water into blood. So Pharaoh's heart remained hard. He refused to listen to Moses and Aaron just as the Lord had predicted. Pharaoh returned to his palace and put the whole thing out of his mind. Then all the Egyptians dug along the river bank to find drinking water, for they couldn't drink the water from the Nile. Seven days passed from the time the Lord struck the Nile. A plague of frogs, Exodus chapter 8. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go back to Pharaoh and announce to him, This is what the Lord says, Let my people go so they can worship me. If you refuse to let them go, I will send a plague of frogs across your entire land. The Nile River will swarm with frogs. They will come up out of the river and into your palace, even into your bedroom and onto your bed. They will enter the houses of your officials and your people. They will even jump into your ovens and your kneading bowls. Frogs will jump on you, your people, and all your officials. Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron, Raise the staff in your hand over all the rivers, canals, and ponds of Egypt, and bring up frogs all over or bring up frogs over all the land. So Aaron raised his hand over the waters of Egypt, and frogs came up and covered the whole land. But the magicians were able to do the same thing with their magic. They too caused frogs to come up on the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron and begged, Plead with the Lord to take the frogs away from me and my people. I will let your people go so they can offer sacrifices to the Lord. Ye said a time, Moses replied, Tell me when you want me to pray for you, your officials, and your people. Then you in your houses will be rid of the frogs. They will remain only in the Nile River. Do it tomorrow, Pharaoh said. All right, Moses replied, it will be as you have said. Then you will know there is no one like the Lord our God. The frogs will leave you in your houses, your officials and your people. They will remain only in the Nile River. So Moses and Aaron left Pharaoh's palace and Moses cried out to the Lord about the frogs he had inflicted on Pharaoh. And the Lord did just about... And the Lord did just what Moses had predicted. The frogs in the houses, the courtyards, and the fields all died. The Egyptians piled them into great heaps, and a terrible stench filled the land. But when Pharaoh saw that the relief had come, he became stubborn. He refused to listen to Moses and Aaron, just as the Lord had predicted. A Plague of Gnats So the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron, Raise your staff and strike the ground. The dust will turn into swarms of gnats throughout the land of Egypt. So Moses and Aaron did just as the Lord had commanded them. When Aaron raised his hand and struck the ground with his staff, gnats infested the entire land, covering the Egyptians and their animals. All the dust in the land of Egypt turned into gnats. Pharaoh's magicians tried to do the same thing with their secret arts, but this time they failed, and the gnats covered everyone, people and animals alike. This is the finger of God, the magicians exclaimed to Pharaoh, but Pharaoh's heart remained hard. He wouldn't listen to them, just as the Lord had predicted. A plague of flies, Exodus chapter 8, verse 20. Then the Lord told Moses, get up early in the morning and stand in Pharaoh's way as he goes down to the river. Say to him, this is what the Lord says, let my people go so they can worship me. If you refuse, then I will send swarms of flies on you, your officials, your people, and all the houses. The Egyptians' homes will be filled with flies and the ground will be covered with them. But this time I will spare the region of Goshen where my people live. No flies will be found there. Then you will know that I am the Lord and that I am present even in the heart of your land. I will make a clear distinction between my people and your people. This miraculous sign will happen tomorrow. And the Lord did just as he had said. A thick swarm of flies filled Pharaoh's palace and houses of his officials. The whole land of Egypt was thrown into chaos by the flies. Pharaoh called for Moses and Aaron, All right, go ahead and offer sacrifices to your God, he said, but do it here in this land. But Moses replied, That wouldn't be right. The Egyptians detest the sacrifices that we offer to the Lord our God. Look, if we offer our sacrifices here where the Egyptians can see us, they will stone us. We must take a three-day journey or a three-day trip into the wilderness to offer sacrifices to the Lord our God, just as he has commanded us. All right, go ahead," Pharaoh replied. "I will let you go into the wilderness to offer sacrifices to the Lord your God, but don't go too far away. Now hurry and pray for me." Moses answered, "As soon as I leave you, I will pray to the Lord, and tomorrow the swarms of flies will disappear from you and your officials and all your people. But I am warning you, Pharaoh, don't lie to us again. Refuse to let us to to let the people go to sacrifice to the Lord. So Moses left Pharaoh's palace and pleaded with the Lord to remove all the flies. And the Lord did as Moses asked and caused the swarms of flies to disappear from Pharaoh, his officials, and his people. Not a single fly remained, but Pharaoh again became stubborn and refused to let the people go. Exodus chapter 9, a plague against livestock. Go back to Pharaoh, the Lord commanded Moses. Tell him, this is what the Lord, the God of the Hebrews says, let my people go so they can worship me. If you continue to hold them or refuse to let them go, the hand of the Lord will strike all your livestock, your horses, donkeys, camels, cattle, sheep, and goats with a deadly plague. But the Lord will again make a distinction between the livestock of the Israelites and that of the Egyptians. Not a single one of Israel's animals will die. The Lord has already set the time for the plague to begin. He has declared that he will strike the land tomorrow. And the Lord did, just as he had said. The next morning, all the livestock of the Egyptians died, but the Israelites didn't lose a single animal. Pharaoh sent his officials to investigate, and they discovered that the Israelites had not lost a single animal. But even so, Pharaoh's heart remained stubborn, and he still refused to let the people go. A plague of boils. Then the Lord sent Moses and Aaron to take handfuls of soot from a brick kiln and have Moses toss it in the air while Pharaoh watches. The ashes will spread like fine dust over the whole land of Egypt, causing festering bowls to break out on people and animals throughout the land. So they took soot from a brick brick kiln and went and stood before Pharaoh. As Pharaoh watched, Moses threw the soot into the air and boils broke out on people and animals alike. Even the magicians weren't able to stand before Moses because the bowls had broken out on them and all the Egyptians. But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, and just as the Lord had predicted to Moses, Pharaoh refused to listen. A plague of hail. Then the Lord said to Moses, get up early in the morning and stand before Pharaoh. Tell him, this is what the Lord, the God of the Hebrews says, let my people go so they can worship me. If you don't, I will send more plagues on you and your officials and your people. Then you will know that there is no one like me in all the earth. By now I could have lifted my hand and struck you and your people with a plague to wipe you off the face of the earth. But I have spared you for a purpose, to show you my power and to spread my fame throughout the earth. But you still lorded over my people and refused to let them go. So tomorrow, at this time, I will send a hailstorm more devastating than any in all the history of Egypt. Quick, order your livestock and servants to come in from the fields to find shelter. Any person or animal left outside will die when the hail falls. Some of Pharaoh's officials were afraid because of what the Lord had said. They quickly brought their servants and livestock in from the fields, but those who paid no attention to the word of the Lord left theirs out in the open. Then the Lord said to Moses, lift your hand toward the skies so hail may fall on the people, the livestock, and all the plants throughout the land of Egypt. So Moses lifted his staff toward the sky, and the Lord sent thunder and hail and lightning flash toward the earth. The Lord sent a tremendous hailstorm against all the land of Egypt. Not, never in all the history of Egypt had there been a storm like that, with such devastating hail and continuous lightning. It left all of, the, it left all of Egypt in ruins. The hail struck down everything in the open field people and animals and plants alike. Even the trees were destroyed. The only place without hail was the region of Goshen, where the people of Israel lived. Then Pharaoh quickly summoned Moses and Aaron. This time I have sinned, he confessed. The Lord is the righteous one, and my people and I are wrong. Please beg of the Lord to end this terrifying thunder and hail. We've had enough. I will let you go. You don't need to stay any longer. All right, Moses replied. As soon as I leave the city, I will lift my hands and pray to the Lord then the thunder and hail will stop. And you will know that the earth belongs to the Lord. But I know that you and your officials still do not fear the Lord God. All the flax and barley were ruined by the hail because the barley had formed heads and the flax was budding. But the wheat and the emmer wheat were spared because they had not yet sprouted from the ground. So Moses left Aaron's court and went out of the city. When he lifted his hands to the Lord, the thunder and hail stopped and the downpour ceased. But when Pharaoh saw that the rain, hell, and thunder had stopped, he and his officials sinned again, and Pharaoh again became stubborn. Because his heart was hard, Pharaoh refused to let the people leave, just as the Lord had predicted through Moses. Guys, I hope you are enjoying this uh, trip through the Bible. We are reading the one-year chronological Bible in the New Living Translation Thank you guys so much for joining me. I hope this is a blessing to you guys. And may the Lord bless the reading of this word. And I hope you'll join me tomorrow, the good Lord willing. And we're going to talk about the plague of locusts and the plague of darkness and death for Egypt's firstborn. And then the first Passover. Oh boy. And then Israel's exodus from Egypt and instructions for the Passover. So that's going to be Exodus chapter 10. Uh, verses ex, uh, through Exodus verses, uh, chapter 12, verses 43 and 51. Hope you guys can join me for that. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. Thank you all so much for listening. Um, and get in the Word of God. The Word of God get into you. And not Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha, may tonight be the night, or today be the day, whenever you're listening, may it be today that the Lord comes and takes us home.